Good afternoon, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome back to another day of Daily Dingers. We are coming off another very solid night. Our only loss was on the Mariners. Um, the entire MLB slate is back in action today, Tuesday, April 27th. I'm Steve Armato alongside Jack Perotti. Jack, before we get into our bets, I just feel like we need to touch on how piss poor the MLB replay system continues to be. It's so weird because, like, you'd think if they're trying to do all these things to speed up the game that they wouldn't take 10 minutes on some play in, like, the fifth inning or, like, you know, just some some little plays that really don't mean that much or they're really ticky-tacky. Like, that's that's what's slowing down the game even more is all this replay, I feel like. Yeah, like, example, Braves-Cubs last night. Nash- so now you have a national TV game, right? And you have them reviewing – a pop-up slide to see if Acuna came off the bag a little bit and with the glove still on him, it takes 10 minutes to review that slows down the entire game flow. And it's an, it's nonsense. They shouldn't even be able to review that. That that's not what replay was made for. Replay was not made for you to replay was not made for you to be able to review a pop-up slide. Just, it's just a normal play. I don't, I don't understand the point of that. Yeah, it, that doesn't really make a ton of sense to me because that's like, I, I don't know, it, it's like a, a close play at the plate or, you know, a guy trying to be out an infield single. That makes sense. But a pop-up slide, like he was clearly in there and then he just, I think that's just, it's like way too in-depth now. You can find anything, you can find any way to reverse any call, I feel like, with the amount of replay and like slow-mo and like frame-by-frame stuff they have. It's just like, it's absurd. Yeah, and speaking of that, like you said, you just said to play at the plate. They don't even get the plays right. Um, last night, no. they don't even get it right. Last night, Elvis Andrews on the A's gets called out at the plate. Okay, they review it. Everybody could see the review, which was clearly his hand was on the plate before the tag, and they don't overturn it. So if you're not going to overturn calls that are blatant, why do we even have it? Yeah, I, it's like the clear and conclusive. What that's so vague. What does that mean? Like, right? And why? And again, like I just don't get. Like you're sending it to another. Pl- you're sending it back to New York for people that are like everybody could see the the screens. Everybody knows what's going on. You got to send it to someone in New York to tell you safer out or it's not conclusive or this or that. Just let the umps that are there make the friggin' call. It doesn't make any yeah. sense to why, me. Why does someone that's not at the game making all the other calls making the call for a huge moment like that? Like no, it just it's so stupid. It's it's a disaster. I really just think the MLB needs to address this somehow and come out and say we're we're changing it or do something. They don't even address it. Manfred, no. wake up, bro. What are you, what are you doing? I mean, he's the worst commissioner in sports. So like, By, this guy's asleep at the wheel. Like just. Clueless Joe Jackson is his new name. That's that's his name. <laughs> I like that. That guy, it, it's brutal what he's doing in the game. So I'm just going to end rant, move that. Today, April 27th, <laughs> best bets. We're getting into it quick. Jack, I'll tell you a lot of stuff today. So what are you looking at? Yeah, one thing I'm looking at today, my favorite bet is Astros over two and a half runs in the first five innings. If you just look at the numbers that the Astros have against uh, against this guy, Marco Gonzalez, for Seattle, who gets absolutely lit up every single time he's out there, but especially against the Astros, 
We got dudes that are going seven for 19, nine for 21, eight for 23, four for 15, eight for 18, eight, four for eight, three for six. Like almost, I think I named off like 10 guys right there that just absolutely light up Gonzalez. And most, I think, yeah, every single one on that team has multiple extra base hits against him. So um, I think I saw that two and a half for the first five innings, I think, is usually a pretty high number to give one team. But it's just Astros team total over two and a half if you look at the numbers. And Gonzalez gets lit up by the worst teams in the MLB, let alone a team that can mash like the Astros. So I like this one a lot. And they're back and healthy now. They have most of their guys back after – Everything that happened, we know. I don't have to mention it. Um, I, I think I think you're right. I, I was actually shocked at the numbers when I looked at the numbers because I didn't realize that he just gets shelled every time he faces this team. And he's not even that good to begin with. His ERA is over six. Yeah, no, he's not that good of a pitcher anyway. But then like against a team that always consistently lights him up. Yeesh. Mm, speaking of consistently getting lit up, I'm going to go to my best bet for today. Um, I'm doing A's, Rays, first five, over four and a half. That's at minus 105. The pitching matchup is is just the definition of mediocrity. It's Frankie Montas, who cut from the staff, and Michael Waka. So Frankie Montas, he gave up six runs last time out against the Twins. He brings a 6.75 ERA into this one. And let's be honest, since his PED suspension, he hasn't been the same pitcher that he once was. I, He I just mean, hasn't. Steroid Montas was the man. Right. Steroid Montas, beast. Consistent staff guy. Non-steroid Montas, Yikes. just he's a shell of himself. Then you get Michael Waka, who he's been pretty mediocre. He hasn't been terrible. He hasn't been great. Um, he's he's Teams are averaging a 95.1 mile per hour exit velocity against him this year. That's just not sustainable. That means even his outs – are getting shelled just right at people. So I don't – it's an insane number. It's an insane – that has to be the worst in the league, right? I mean, what we don't know. We, I I didn't see. I mean, that, it's got to be like the the 95th percentile, like worst-wise, like in the league. That is absurd. Right, because that means just your outs are getting pissed on too. So because of all that, the both starting pitchers, I don't think either are very good. Last night was a low-scoring game, which doesn't really mean much, but – Taking all that into account with these guys on the mound and both both offenses aren't aren't bad. I think over four and a half of the first five is the play here. And it's minus 105, so it's pretty good value. Underdogs, this is listen, Jack has <laughs> Jack has the juiciest underdog in the history of Daily Dingers today. Jack, tell the people what's going on tonight. It's so juicy. I love it. Tigers money line plus 220 against the White Sox who were throwing out Lucas Giolito. Now before now before you're like oh, old Jack, Lucas Giolito is an absolute ace. Yeah, he is. I know. And Jose Urania on the other side is not good like at all. But if you look at the matchups, you know I'm a big matchup guy. Heimerke Nelario is 5 for 16. John Scope is 6 for 16. Jacoby Jones 4 for 14. Uh, Nico Goodrum has a couple doubles against him. You got Miguel Cabrera who has a couple doubles against. Like, I don't know what it is, but for some reason, whenever this Tigers lineup sees Lucas Giolito, they hit him well. And on the other side of things, Jose Urania, who is typically a walking garbage can, 
Uh, <laughs> Adam Eaton is one for 14 against him. Yasmani Rondal is one for eight. Like they have all these dudes on the White Sox that for some reason can't figure out Jose freaking Urania. I don't, I don't know what it is. It's a very weird matchup to me. Like the, the fact that one of the best pitchers in baseball gets rocked by one of the worst lineups and then one of the worst pitchers in baseball absolutely shuts down one of the best lineups. Like, I don't know what it is, but the money line's plus 220, and I'm taking the juice. Baseball's weird, first of all. Second of all, you are a brave, brave man. I love it. Because I, I just, it. like, the, t- the Tigers are just so hard to bet on to begin with. Like, they're a hard bet against they're the bad. Pirates. They're a very bad team. Like, right. They're, they're, they're one of the worst teams in the league record-wise. And you're putting your trust in Jose Urena. Of course I am. Look at Jose Urena, dude. I'm just telling you, is every a blind squirrel finds a nut every once in a while. He's finding his nut today. That came off weird, but you know what I mean. <laughs> like, man, I look. I I I appreciate the the enthusiasm and the plus two twenty is like extra juicy here. Like extra juicy. This is like this is like a, a medium rare burger when you bite into it and all the all the juice falls out of it hey, and but there's nothing the, better than that let me tell you sogs up all like gets the bread all soggy there's nothing better than that this is what this is i'm just i'm like i said i'm skeptical because giolito is coming off like a bad start and now he's and he's coming off a bad start and now he's coming back i Hey, he can know, he can give up one run run as long as Urania goes for a nine nine inning shutout. You know that'd be nice. Complete game. All play. right, all right. I'm. You know what? <laughs> that let's, won't happen. But I'm I'm, I'm just saying. Uh, all right, let's take twenty. I'm about it. Let's take all the juice on that. I have a less juicy pick, <laughs> but still, I'm picking a bad baseball team. Well, I'm going D backs plus one twenty two against the Padres tonight. So. For all the times that we've trashed the D-backs on this podcast, they are a 500 baseball team. They're 11 and 11. And here's how I'm thinking about this. The Padres are coming off another like emotional playoff type series against the Dodgers. They won three out of four. Sunday, they had a massive comeback. They were down 7-1. They win the game in extra innings. And guess what? Now they travel. Right, they travel to Arizona, which isn't that far. But you're throwing Chris Paddock against a bad baseball team, and it's prime. The Padres have proven they are prime letdown city. After they did it against the Brewers, they got swept by the Brewers after they played the Dodgers last time, coming off a high emotional win. This is prime letdown spot. D-backs at home. I'm not saying Merrill Kelly is the second coming of Cy Young on the other side because that guy stinks too. But <laughs> I'll fade Chris Paddock all day. Give me the plus 122. Padres, let down city. The fathers let you down tonight. Let's go D-backs. <laughs> I can get behind that. I get Merrill Kelly, like you said, is nothing special. But Chris Paddock, man, he can't find the strike zone. No, I think he's given up 14 runs in 18 innings. A lot yeah, of them, I, I mean, some of them, some of them on our, and the Padres don't really like playing defense against him. I guess he, I guess they don't really like him as a human. I don't know. <laughs> I don't want to, I don't want to make any assumptions, but it's like the Mets and the Grom. I don't know what the Grom did in the clubhouse that they just never hit for him. It's like, it's ridiculous. Maybe it's because he's actually good. And then all those guys are bums in the locker room. So they're a little pissed off about that. That's true, man. It's opposite on the Padres because Paddock's the bum and everybody else is good. So they're like, what, what are we doing <laughs> here? But I'm giving doing that. Padres plus one twenty two. Jack's going juicy. Tigers plus two twenty. That moves us into our 
Daily Dinger. Who do you got going yard today? I know you got a lot that you like. Yeah, I'm sticking in that game, actually. Um, I know we, we were kind of tra- – you were just trashing Merrill Kelly real quick, and there is a reason for it. Um, I'm picking Fernando Tatis to homer against him. Look, the kid's the kid is hot right now. And against Merrill Kelly in his career, he's 5 for 12 with three home runs. I mean, I, that's like – I mean, it's not a huge sample size, but 5 for 12 in general is very good. Three homers out of those five hits, are you kidding me? I'm taking him plus 200. Not that anything's really a safe bet. Everything's really 50-50 if you yeah. really think about it. That's as safe as you could probably get in a homer prop bet. And yeah, as I, far as these go, like Yeah, this it's that's they're, they're just prop bets. They're they're long shots. They're always plus money. Like That's what's so fun about them though, is cuz you have the you have the potential to win like this nice sum of money on just some stupid prop bet. Like it's such a crapshoot. You never know who's going to hit a home run. Right. But you can make well, educated been, guesses. We've been doing pretty well this year. On it, we've been weird. pretty. We've been doing pretty well, or we've been like a day off. Yeah, literally. But or a day off. But I'm my pick is not as safe or really uh, statistically pleasing as yours. So <laughs> I'm gonna take. This is all. I'm gonna preface this. This is all just. I feel like this guy cannot. He is not this bad. He's he's going to figure it out. I'm taking Gleyber Torres tonight against the Orioles. So he's plus 350 on points bet right now, which means he's probably plus 500 on FanDuel when that does come out. So he's had a tough year and a half based on last year and this and the start of this year. He's hitting 208. He's got a 548 OPS, no home runs, two doubles, two RBIs. He's two years removed from 38 home runs and 90 RBIs in a full season. He's only 24. Every player goes through a rough patch at some point. This is just his his rough patch. I mean, dude, he couldn't hit water if he fell off a boat right now. Right now, yes, but he's in Camden Yards where he has where he has historically gone absolutely bananas. And I just don't I think this guy needs if there's going to be a time he gets going, it's going to be in the place where he feels comfortable, where he's dominated in his career. I, I think he can't get any worse. It could only go up from here. He hasn't homered this year yet. He's not. Glaber Torres, absurd. I fully believe that Glaber Torres is going to figure it out, no matter what the New York media says, no matter who wants to trade him, no matter who, whatever they say, because here it's they're going bananas here. He's going to figure it out. He's too good not to figure it out. And I'm taking him tonight to start the process of figuring it out against the Orioles. He's going yard tonight. Write it down. Is he too good to figure it out? Or did he just have like one really good year and then that was kind of a fluke? Dude, he's 24 years old. I don't know. I'm just saying. He's he's a baby. Like he's he's a baby. He's gonna figure this out. He's too good. He, he is very talented. Let me just say but this, like, too. Let me just say this, too. The Yankees, look, I, I, I wasn't going to go into this, but now I have to go into it because we're talking about it. So the I did something this morning looking at his numbers that I never do. I went to Fangraphs to look at all the analytical, statistical things that they like to tell you matter. So they actually break, break down hits on – they break down batting averages on grounders, fly balls, and line drives. Gleyber Torres is a line drive hitter who the Yankees are trying to make a home run fly ball hitter, 
which is which is completely counterproductive to what he is because line drives actually can go out. He's hitting 091 on ground balls. He's hitting 125 on fly balls, and he's hitting 786, 11 for 14 when he hits a line drive. The Yankees, 786, 11 for 14 at the major league level. This guy's a line drive hitter that they're trying to take and make him swing for the fences. Let him hit doubles. Let him let him hit doubles. Let him hit for a high average, and some of those balls are going to go out. I don't know why you know you're trying to change this guy. You know who's a line drive hitter? Giancarlo Stanton. Giancarlo Stanton is a line drive hitter. But, but he just is so strong and powerful that they happen to go out. That's what Gleyber Torres should be able to do. Correct. And the fact that they want – like, look, it's a philosophy through baseball that we just want you to get the ball in the air, launch angle, hit home runs. That's nonsense. This guy did not – this guy came up as a line drive hitter – spraying the ball over the field, and now all of a sudden you want to take that, you want to change that and make him something that he's not. He's his best when he's hitting line drives all over the field. Let's get this guy back to what he came up as, and yeah, then you'll get the third runs, and you'll have 35 doubles with it. I don't know. That's just my that's just my take on that. That's how I feel. I, I don't know. Jack. I don't, maybe we know nothing. I mean, I'm with that take. I'm with it. So – before we get out of here, Nerf candidates for today. There's two we like. Jack really wanted to go like random on this, but I think we found two. What do we got? Yeah, I kind of want to just like spin a wheel and just pick one at random today. Um, <laughs> I, I feel like we should do that someday if there's like just the slate is awful um, like it is today. But I like <laughs> Nationals Blue Jays. Nationals Blue Jays is my one for today. Um, I mean, anytime you got Scherzer on the mound. That's pretty nice because you just got – I mean, it's automatic, almost as automatic as it gets for one half of it. And then Trent Thornton is an opener for the Blue Jays. Like like you were saying before we got down here, like he has one job. His one job is to not let up a run in the first thing. That's it. That's it. He gets nothing, a else job to do. nothing else I to worry he, about. Yeah. Why not? Give it to him. So, that, so that's minus that's at minus one twenty. Yeah, it. we got minus one twenty. That's the nerfy. Nat Jays. I also I'm gonna take a look at uh White Sox Tigers because Jack like really got me excited about Jose Urena. So yeah. that's a that's a minus one twenty five. So I might I'm gonna probably do both of those because I'm a psychopath and I, I just I love pain. So um Parlay them? Parlay? Par- no. Ooh. Maybe. Maybe that's like our juice. It's like it's not really that juicy, probably, but definitely plus money if you parlay that. Probably around like one forty or something like that. You think plus one forty if you parlay both of those? Something like that. All right, we'll look at that. We'll look at a possible nerfy parlay. What if what if he did this is what if, what if he did like a like a five way nerfy parlay? It has to be a day on good pitching matchups, not that. today. There no, it was the day that we had like all those crazy pitching matchups that were really good. That we were saying we we're like, oh my god, this is the best day of the year for pitching. And I had five of them. The of course the first one loses, but like the rest of the four hit. And I had ten bucks to win like hundred and fifty. Like ah, that was tough. That was tough. I wish That's it was the last one that didn't that didn't hit because like that would actually have some suspense. It was just painful seeing the first one not hit and then the rest of them go. You're like, are you, you got to be kidding me? There's nothing worse than when you lose a parlay on the first leg of it. Yeah, it's just depressing. That's- that's pain because now the rest of it just doesn't matter. That's why gambling yeah. is tough. Um, anyway, <laughs> before we get before we get out of here, is there anything else you like today that you're looking at? Yeah, I like Angels money line today. They hit pretty well against Mike Fulton Evers, especially their star players. So I mean, it's minus one forty five. It's not too juicy enough to where you know you don't want to take it. Um, so yeah, I, yeah, I'm gonna bet that one on the side separately. I, I, I like it a lot. Cool, cool. Um, so I'm looking at. I I think. 
I know I'm I'm big on Yanks O's lately, but they're going to do the team total over for the Orioles today for the full game. That's a three and a half. Corey Kluber's pitching. I'm going to keep fading him until it doesn't work anymore. That's what I'm. <laughs> that's that's really what I'm looking at. It's the only other it keeps thing working. Yeah, it I mean working. he's he's until his until you tell me he has a full shoulder instead of like a half a one. Betting against him is very profitable. So they broke. Don't fix it. That's right, baby. That's right. So now don't forget to go to thegameday.com and check out all that our affiliates have to offer, especially points bet DraftKings, some juicy sign-up bonuses. Don't forget to drive follow dinners on both Apple and Spotify and wherever else you get your podcast. That's it for today, April 27th. For Jack Perotti, I'm Steve Armato. We will see you tomorrow.